0: Hallelujah, just having a blessed day, just getting started, hallelujah, praise God, I'm going to go right into worship today, and give it one moment,
1: I'm going to, uh oh,
0: Sorry about that, we're trying to get this situated. We're gonna share, I'm gonna share the... Share
1: screen.
0: All right. Praise God. Amen. So, I'm going to go right into praise and worship today. Hallelujah. I'm good. Amen. Let's see. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Can everybody hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Amen. Ah. Hmm.
2: nothing without you. Take my hand and lead me through. You are my sustaining
1: love.
2: I live Uh Speak. This offering that I bring Ashamed of you, Jesus. Jesus, I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of you, Jesus. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of you, Jesus. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of you, you, Jesus. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. I'm gonna worship you forever I'm gonna worship you I'm gonna worship you forever I'm gonna worship you I'm gonna worship you forever gonna worship you I'm gonna worship you forever I'm gonna, worship you. I'm gonna you. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship
1: you.
2: gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you.
0: Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's gonna be great.
1: Hallelujah, Jesus.
2: Yes. Amen, Jesus. I love You, Lord, for Your mercy never failed me. All my days I've been held in Your hands, but the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath Thing of the goodness of
1: God.
2: I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in the darkest night. You were close like no other. I know you as a father. I know you a friend, and I have a link in the goodness of
1: God. And
2: all my life, you have been dead, and all my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath, that
1: Oh,
2: oh, I'm the same of the goodness
1: of God
2: Your goodness is running after running after me. Your goodness is running after running after me my life's laid now, I surrender now, I give you everything, you're welcome, this is running after, running after me,
1: you're
2: welcome, this is running after, running after me. Your goodness is running after, running after me. My life's made up, I surrender now, I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, running after me. yeah. All my life, you have been faithful, and all my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I told oh, I will sing of the goodness of my God. Oh yes I am Yes Oh All oh, my life you have been faithful All oh, my life you have been so So free. With happy breath that I am able Oh I'm the Of the
0: goodness of my God. Oh, 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 I'm going to sing. Of the goodness of my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, we worship you
2: i love you cheese
0: oh
1: cheese hmm, hmm.
2: for a love, hand. for a child that will give, and now give it all. He wants it all. And there's a voice that cries out in silence. Search for a heart that is desperate. Hunger for a child that will give, and now give it all. He wants it all. And he said. Love me, love me with your whole heart. Ah, he wants it all, day, Serve me, serve me with your life. Now he wants it all, thing Bow down, let go of your idols. He wants it all. Day, you was it all a day, He was it all a day, He was it all. For a heart that will love him. longing for a child that will give him now. Give it all. He wants it all. As a father watched over the earth. Searching for a heart that is his free. longing for a child that will give him now. Give it all. He wants it all. He wants it all home today Give it all He wants it all All Lead with your Whole heart Serve me Serve me with Your life now He wants it all today About down he, the he, the he, the he, the he was go safe. He was He wants not safe. He wants He all of you. All of you. All of you. All of you. All
1: of All of you. All of you. All you. All of
2: you. All of you. All of you. All of you. She wants it all on, the voice of Christ already I heard, searching for a devil, longing for a child that will give them love, give it all on, and there's a voice that matches over of the earth, longing for a child. There's a voice that puts us over to hear I'll get for a child Who is desperate Who will love him Who will go out And preach his word He wants a child He wants a child was desperate To love He wants a child Searching for a child he can use of your love He wants it all the day He'll serve him Serve him with your now. He wants it all Bow down ciror you say you not say you not say you
1: oh Ooh. Hallelujah,
0: yes. Jesus, Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus, Hallelujah, Jesus, Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 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 He is so good. He is so mighty. We worship the awesome God. A awesome God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Remember that the highest gifts were welcoming I was lost but he brought me in. had known up for me, Oh, it's the glory Who the sun set free Oh, it's free I'm a child of God, yes I am. Free and left, He has ransomed me. His grace must be. Oh, I was a slave to sin. He just died for me. Yes, He died for me. When the sun sets free, oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes, I am. And my father's house, there's the end for me. I'm a child of God. You are for me, not against me, I am who you say I am, oh, I am who you say I am, who the sun's oh it's free indeed, I'm a child of God, yes I am. My father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God, yes I am. And my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God.
0: Yes, uh, yeah. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I hope you all just enjoy that. Hallelujah. We're going to go right into right into praise and worship. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. <laughs> praise and worship. Hallelujah. We're going to go right into... The sermon for today. Amen. I just want to give just a word of encouragement. Um, let's see. Just a word of encouragement that, you know, God is able to deliver. God is able to work with you. God is able to come into your circumstances and change them. God is there for us. He's, he's there as that comfort. He's there as the support. So we got to lean on our support. We got to go to our support. When we need somebody to talk to, we're not alone. We can talk to him and he will talk back to us. He will. It comes in a still small voice. You feel it in your heart. You know it's him. And the the time when he talks to him, if if you feel like he's never talked to you before, the first time he talks to you, it would be a life-changing moment. And it's more than more than likely that he has talked before that you might just not have heard him because I know he's he's always talking. He's always there. Praise God. So um, just continue to just stay with it. Press in to him, press in reading his word, press in with the prayer fast when you can just press in. the. This is the way he said it. he was the way, the truth and the life. And nobody can come to the Father except through him. And that that's his way. He said in the scriptures, pray without ceasing. We pray one for another. We pray. And when you can, you fast. Because just like Jesus told the disciples, when he sent them out, he sent them out. And, or I'm sorry, it wasn't when he sent them out, but when someone came that it needed to be delivered and the disciples couldn't do it. So they brought him, that person to Jesus. And after Jesus delivered the demonic forces from them, they, the disciples turned to him and asked him, How how come they couldn't cast it out? And he said, This one only is casted out through prayer and fasting. So that's just something to, to really think about um, that fasting is needed. There are certain circumstances where we have to add fasting to prayer because of the severity of the nature. So, you know, that's just something just to remember because we we have a lot of that going on in our community. We got a lot of that going on even in our family. Generational curses, stuff that you see people that are just, it just seemed like they would never be delivered, but they can. It just has to be coupled with consistent prayer and fasting for that person specifically. And if you do that and you're, Um, true to that God is faithful he is faithful he will hear the prayers he will respond you know Daniel he prayed and fasted um Esther the, the kingdom was about to be destroyed all of the Jews were about to be destroyed by Haman but she fasted and prayed for three days and was able to overturn a major circumstance something that was great with her prayer and fasting so it
3: Amen. Hallelujah. How's everybody doing? I'm good. How you going? Good. All right. See, this is good. We're gonna um keep moving here, and we're gonna go back over a few things. And so we're in um we're gonna go back to Exodus 28. We're gonna start off with a with a short prayer before we start. Jesus, you are so good to us. Thank you, Jesus, for your love, for your grace, and your mercy. Continue to uplift us, Jesus. Direct us, Jesus. Show us the way, Jesus. Open up to us, Jesus, your mysteries, Jesus, as we continue to study and read your scriptures, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Anoint us all as we study your word, as we listen to hear your word, as we listen and feel for your spirit, Jesus. Help us to be sensitive to your spirit. Uplift us and bless us all in healing, Jesus, and love and prosperity and peace and understanding, Jesus. Take any blindness off our eyes. Sanctify our bodies and uplift us, Jesus, from all works of Satan, Jesus. Take us away from all works of Satan. Satan, cease to wear out the saints, Jesus, but you are refreshing. Breathe upon us, Jesus. Pour out your spirit upon us, Jesus. Wash us in your holy spiritual baptism, Jesus. Bless us as we continue to move forward in you, to progress in you, Jesus, to find peace in you, for you are our rest and our peace. It is your peace that you have given to us, your peace that you have left with us, Jesus. Anoint us, Jesus, we go into your word today. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray. We say hallelujah. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus. So in our, our, our last sermon, we left off talking about the holy garments and how the holy garments uh, relate to the armor of God and how it moved from, in the Old Testament, something that was uh, physical and something that you could see on the outside, but that Jesus was trying to show the priests and the high priests in all of Israel and all the world how to... to, uh, take in those things, uh, inside and, and, ha- and how it was, how it became more spiritual, um, in the new Testament, but how he was showing, he was trying to show them that example in the old Testament. Okay. And how he came and he, uh, clarified that on the sermon on the Mount in the new Testament. So we went over the armor of God, which reflected those same holy garments, the meter, the, uh, breastplate of uh, judgment, the ephod, the, uh, the pants, all of the holy garments and we looked at some of the, the tabernacle plan uh, we went through some of that we're going to continue to go through that and um yeah just it, it just draws us into um, understanding what jesus wanted us to see and what he wanted us to do and how his instruction um, allows us to understand him more through those examples, and how those instructions were very, very, because those instructions of the tabernacle plan were very, very um, direct and very detailed. Hallelujah. And so it was it's literally like following a, uh, a blueprint plan, step by step. And so we're going to go back to Exodus 28. Hallelujah. Just to look at a little bit of what we read in our last uh, sermon, in our last um, study. Amen. So we left off. We looked at Exodus. uh, Jesus led us back to Exodus 28. And we're going to read lines 1 through 12, just as a, a recap. Hallelujah. And take thou unto thee, Aaron thy brother and his sons, with him, from among the children of Israel, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office, even Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu. Eleazar, Ithamar, and Aaron's sons. And thou shalt make thy holy garments for Aaron, thy brother, for glory and for beauty. Okay. And remember, we went back to uh, Ezekiel 16 and we looked at uh, how uh, 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 Jesus was reflecting back on this with Ezekiel. Okay. And prophesying to him about what the things that he did for Israel and how they kind of turned away from these things. Okay. And so we're going to get back to that in a minute. And it says, and thou shalt speak unto all that are wise hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And so when we were talking about, um, what uh, Ms. Donna, with you and Ashley do with the crocheting and the knitting and the sewing and all of that and using the needle and how in the last chapters we, um, we saw how they said that they used the needle to do all of these things. Well, it says here that he's filled certain ones with the spirit of wisdom that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, okay? He said, thou shalt speak to unto all that are wise-hearted, okay? Whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom. So it's by the spirit of God that we are given, um, these gifts. Okay. And he's, he's the one who put the instruction in their heads and put the instructions in your head and put the instructions in our head. Okay. To know how to do these things. Okay. Okay, to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And line four, and these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate and an ephod and a robe and a broidered coat, a meter and a girdle, and they shall make holy garments for Aaron thy brother and his sons, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And they shall take gold and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen, and they shall make the ephod of gold, of blue, and of purple, of scarlet, and fine twine linen with cunning work. It shall have two shoulder pieces thereof joined at the two edges thereof, and so it shall be joined together. And the curious girdle of the ephod which is upon it shall be of the same, according to the work thereof even of gold, of blue, and of purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen. And thou shalt take two onyx stones and grave on them the names of the children of Israel, six of their names on one stone and the other six names of the rest on the other stone, according to their birth. With the work of engraver and stone, like the engravings of, the, of a signet, shalt thou engrave the two stones with the names of the children of Israel. Thou shalt make them to be set in ouches of gold. And thou shalt put the two stones upon the shoulders of the ephod, for the stones are memorial unto the children of israel and aaron shall bear their names before the lord upon his two shoulders for a memorial so it's on his two shoulders when he goes into the um to the tabernacle when he goes into the holy place and he goes to the the holy of holies okay and so then uh we went up a little bit further jesus led us up to um exodus twenty eight fifteen through 21 and we're just recapping this and thou shalt make the breastplate of judgment with cunning work after the work of the ephod. Thou shalt make it of gold, of blue, and of purple, and of scarlet, and of the fine twine linen shalt thou make it. Four square it shall be, being doubled, a span shall be the length thereof, and a span shall be the breadth thereof. And thou shalt set it in settings of stones, even four rows of stones. The first row shall be of, sar- of a sardius, a topaz, and a carbuncle. This shall be the first row. And the second row shall be an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. And the third row, a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a barrel and an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be set in gold in their enclosings. And the stone shall be with the names of the children of Israel, 12, according to their names, like the engravings of a signet. Everyone with his name shall they be according to the 12 tribes. Hallelujah. And then Jesus led us up a little bit further up to uh, line 28 through 31. And they shall bind the breastplate by the rings thereof unto the rings of the ephod with, the la- with a lace of blue that it may be above the curious girdle of the ephod and that the breastplate be not loose from the ephod. And Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment upon his heart when he goeth in unto the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. Okay, okay. And thou shalt put in the breastplate of judgment, the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be upon Aaron's heart, when he goeth in before the Lord. And Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel upon his heart before the Lord continually. And thou shalt make the robe of the ephod all of blue. Okay, and then Jesus led us up just a little bit further to read lines 35 through 37. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister and his sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord. And when he cometh out that he die not and thou shalt make a plate of pure gold and grave upon it like the engravings of a signet holiness to the Lord. And thou shalt put it on a blue lace that it may be upon the meter, upon the forefront of the meter it shall be. And it shall be upon Aaron's forehead that Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the children of Israel shall hollow in their holy gifts. And it shall be always upon his forehead that they may be accepted before the Lord. Okay, and so Aaron bore this on his on his forehead. Okay, The na- he, he, he bore the names of Israel on his chest and on the stones and on his shoulders. Okay, and this has everything to do with... Um, with accountability okay and um and so when he went in he he was bearing their their um the weight of them and their of course their sins as well too he was the high priest and so of course we know jesus did that okay and they only they only did that um year by year so when they offered a sacrifice it was only for the year but when jesus did being the lamb of god because they were sacrificing lambs he did it forever, being a high priest, bearing every, every sin in his body and on his body. Okay. Um, and in the same way, this is what Aaron did. Okay. Um, once a year. Okay. But Jesus did it forever. Okay. And so again, going back um, to Ephesians, we're going to just read it briefly again. Um, this is what, what we're looking at. All right, so Ephesians six, and starting at line twelve, we're just going to read it really briefly again. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Jesus has armed us with this, with a, a, a similar, um, uh, a similar garments, but it's but it's armor, okay. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, that breastplate of truth, turn into the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take in the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Okay, so we make supplication. Okay, praying for all saints. Okay, when Aaron went into that um, that holy of holies, he made supplication and prayer for for Israel and the things that they were dealing with at the time. Okay, and that meter that he had holiness to the Lord. Okay, now we have have on uh, the helmet of salvation. Okay. That's that's we basically we're bearing Jesus on our heads and what he did on our heads. OK, so it's the same thing, except for a turn more spiritual. Hallelujah. So uh, we're going to go back. Jesus led us back to Ezekiel 16. We're just going to read um, just a little bit of Ezekiel 16 before we move on um, into Exodus 29. Hallelujah. Am I moving too fast, or is that am I am I moving okay for you guys? No, you good. Okay. I'm, um,
4: I'm with you, and I think
3: that is what you said. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. So now we're in Ezekiel sixteen. Um, just a minute here. Okay. So Ezekiel 16, hallelujah, so we're going to go to line six in Ezekiel 16, okay? This is the this is the birth of, of Israel, okay? And when I passed by thee, I saw thee polluted in thine own blood. I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live, yea, I said, unto thee when thou was in thy blood lived i have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field and thou hast increased in wax and waxen great, and thou art come to excellent ornaments thy breasts are fashioned and thine hair is grown whereas thou was naked and bare now when i passed by thee and looked upon thee behold thy time was the time of love and i spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness yea i swear unto them and entered into a covenant with thee Save the Lord God, and thou becamest mine. Then washed I thee with water; yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. Okay, that's the anointing oil. It was poured over Aaron's head and his sons' heads. I clothed thee also with broidered work, and shod thee with badger skin. And I girded thee about with fine linen, and I covered thee with silk, okay, the fine twine linen that he talked about okay the the scarlet, the blue, the gold, and the fine twine linen okay, this is what he's this is what he's talking about. I decked thee also with ornaments, and I put bracelets upon thy hands and a chain on thy neck. that's the chain. That the breastplate of judgment is connected to the ephod with, and I put a jewel on thy forehead, and earrings in thine ears, and a beautiful crown upon thy head. The crown that goes around the meter. And thou, thus was thou decked with gold and silver, and thy raiment was of fine linen and silk embroidered work. Thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil, thou was exceeding beautiful, and thou didst prosper into a kingdom. Remember, he said that they created it um, for honor and for beauty. The, the, the garments were created for honor and for beauty. Okay. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty, for it was perfect through my comeliness, which I had put upon thee, saith the Lord God. Okay. So he put, he put attractiveness on us. He put favor upon us. Okay. By dressing us with these garments. And, and so as we moved into the new Testament, he did it on the inside that we're supposed to, um, to be clothed on the inside, just like we've talked about with the women. And of course, we're supposed to do that. Um, we're all supposed to do that. We're supposed to be clothed on the inside with those with those good things, those good qualities, following in Jesus' example, okay? We're supposed to have, we're supposed to clothe ourselves on the inside. We're supposed to um, adorn ourselves on the inside. That's what the scripture says, adorn, okay. using adorn, okay? And so this is what uh, what we're looking at, Okay. The comeliness, the attractiveness, okay, and we're supposed to be—we're supposed to show the grace and the love of God, the peace and the patience of God. That—that's the um, the inner qualities that creates attractiveness, attractiveness inside of us. Hallelujah, because we're supposed to—we're um, supposed to reflect Jesus. People are supposed to see us and are and are attracted to us because they see the the manner. That we um, carry ourselves in the way that we carry ourselves in the peace and the patience and the love of God, Hallelujah, the Holy Spirit that works through us that leads us into all truth and that brings everything into our remembrance, Hallelujah. But thou didst trust in thine own beauty. Okay, this is the this is the mistakes. Okay, and playless played the harlot because of thy renown. And poured out thy fornications on every one that passed by; his it was. So we're going to get back to that on exactly what happened, okay? Because because um, Jesus is saying that we made a mistake because we were so um, we were um, so exalted, okay? And so we were given this this position, but we took it the wrong way, okay? Which going to happen, okay? Happened to Nebuchadnezzar, happened to Sennacherib, it happened to the Pharaoh. We just read about that with the Pharaoh having all of these things, and he he thought he was high and mighty. It happened to Solomon, okay? And so we're gonna we're gonna um, get into that um, in a minute. Hallelujah, and we're also gonna get into um, because it has a lot to do in this case with the past. So Jesus led us back to Exodus twenty nine. Hallelujah, Exodus twenty nine. Hallelujah. All right, so we'll go. We'll actually go back just a little bit to, um, and so he said that he covered, he covered our um, our nakedness with the our, our loins. He said he covered our loins. Okay, so we're gonna go back to line forty-two before we go on to twenty-nine in Exodus twenty-eight, line forty-two. And thou shalt make them linen breeches to cover their nakedness from the loins even unto the thighs. They shall reach, this is what what he was talking about in Ezekiel. And they shall be upon Aaron and upon his sons when they come in unto the tabernacle of the congregation. Or when they come near unto the altar to minister in the holy place that they bear not iniquity and die, and it shall be a statute forever unto him and his seed after him. Okay, because we're supposed to be covered. Okay, that's why in Ephesians 6 it says, having your loins girt about with truth. We're supposed to be covered with truth. Hallelujah. And so um, Jesus led us to go right into Exodus 29. Um, and give me just a one second here. Actually, he just directed me to something earlier that I forgot to write down that he wants us to uh, look at here. Okay. One second here. All right. All right. Uh, pen. Give me a second here. This is something that we're going to come back to i so we going to come back to it in Just a little bit Okay, and it's Acts 15 We're going to come back to Acts 15 later Jesus just directed me to, um, to go to Acts 15 I'm going to come back to that uh, Later Okay Acts
0: 15 Wait, Lala
3: All right, so Exodus 29, hallelujah. And this is the thing that thou shalt do unto them that to hollow them to minister unto me in the priest's office. Take one bullock and two rams without blemish and unleavened bread and cakes unleavened, tempered with oil, and wafers unleavened, anointed with oil of wheaten and flour, shalt thou make them. And thou shalt put them into one basket and bring them in the basket with the bullock and the two rams. And Aaron and his sons thou shalt bring unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and shalt wash them with water. Okay? This is exactly what we were reading about in Ezekiel, where it said that I fed you a uh, fine flour, and oil, okay, and um, and cakes, okay. This is exactly um, what was being said, okay. So he he said he's going to wash them with water. This is early uh, baptism, okay, cleansing, purifying, hallelujah. And thou shalt take the garments and put upon Aaron the coat and the robe of the ephod and the ephod of, and the breastplate. And gird him with the curious girdle of the ephod. And thou shalt put the meter upon his head. And put the holy crown upon the meter. Okay. Then shalt thou take the anointing oil and pour it upon his head. And anoint him. And thou shalt bring his sons and put coats upon them. And thou shalt gird them with girdles. Aaron and his sons and put the bonnets on them and the priest office shall be theirs for a perpetual statute and thou shalt consecrate Aaron and his sons and thou shalt cause a bullock to be brought before the tabernacle of the congregation okay that is a uh a bull or a um or a heifer okay so um the heifer you know the male uh cows Okay, this is this is what it is. This is a, this is a, um, a, a heifer or a bullock. Okay, and so it says, um, "Then shalt thou take the anointing oil and pour it upon his head and anoint him." Okay, this is also what we read in Ezekiel sixteen with the pouring out of the oil. It said they he fed him. They fed us with the oil. Okay, uh, hold on one second. Hallelujah. Alright, so we're going to keep it moving. Alright, so uh, Aaron and his sons are now anointed. Then thou shalt take the anointing oil and pour it upon his head and anoint him. And thou shalt bring his sons and put coats upon them, and thou shalt gird them with girdles, Aaron and his sons, and put the bonnets on them, and the priest's office shall be theirs for a perpetual statute and thou shalt consecrate Aaron and his sons and thou shalt cause a bullock to be brought before the tabernacle of the congregation and Aaron and his sons shall put their hands upon the head of the bullock and thou shalt kill the bullock before the Lord by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and thou shalt take up the blood of the bullock and put it upon the horns of the altar with thy finger and pour all the blood beside the bottom of the altar and thou shalt take all the fat that covereth the inwards, and the caul that is above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, and burn them upon the altar. But the flesh of the bullock and his skin and his dung thou shalt burn with fire without the camp. It is a sin offering. So they're actually going to burn it outside of the of the camp. Thou shalt also take one ram, and Aaron and his sons shall put their hands upon the head of the ram. And thou shalt slay the ram and thou shalt take his blood and sprinkle it round about upon the altar. And thou shalt cut the ram in pieces and wash the inwards of him and his legs and put them into his pieces, unto his pieces and unto his head. And thou shalt burn the whole ram upon the altar. It is a burnt offering unto the Lord. It is a sweet savor and offering made by fire unto the Lord. And thou shalt take the other ram and Aaron and his sons shall put their hands upon the head of the ram And then shalt thou kill the ram and take of his blood, and put it upon the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and upon the tip of the right ear of his sons, and upon the thumb of their right hand, and upon the great toe of their right foot, and sprinkle the blood upon the altar round about. And thou shalt take of the blood that is upon the altar, and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it upon Aaron, and upon his his garments, so on his clothes and upon his sons, and upon the garments of his sons with him. And he shall be hallowed, and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' with gar- um, garments with him. Also, on his sons and his sons' garments with him. Also thou shalt take of the ram the fat and the rump, and the fat that covereth the inwards, and the caul above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, and the right shoulder, for it is a ram of consecration. And one loaf of bread, and one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer out of the basket of the unleavened bread that is before the Lord. And thou shalt put all in the hands of Aaron and in the hands of his sons, and shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. So they would actually pick it up and wave it like this, okay? Hallelujah. And so all of these things translated to the New Testament, hallelujah, when you see um, people in prayer in there and they're waving their hands, it's the same thing. OK, we it's said in the New Testament that um, we offer up our prayers as incense before the Lord, like incense before the Lord. OK, we'll get into that. We we will get into that part later with the, this is actually um, not too uh, we're not too far away from that. Where they talk about the incense. OK, what the incense is and how the incense is uh, the, the, the high priest They offer the incense um, on the incense altar and they and they offer it up and it goes up. And it's and it's like a sweet smell a sweet smell before the Lord. But it said that it also in the New Testament that our prayers go up like that same sweet incense. Okay, it talks about in the Revelation and all throughout the New Testament that that's what our prayers are. Okay, and so it's a uh, it's a similar thing with the waving. Okay, with the praise. Okay, the wave offering is a is a is a form of of, of praise and offering. OK, but so they have something in their hands. Now it's just in the spirit. We do it in the spirit. We pray and we praise the Lord and wave our hands to the Lord. OK, and so it's a wave offering. OK. And thou shall receive them of their hands. This is line twenty five and burn them upon the altar for a burnt offering. For a burnt offering. a sweet savor before the Lord it is an offering made by fire unto the Lord and thou shalt take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration and wave it for a wave offering before the Lord and it shall be thy part hallelujah and thou shalt sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the shoulder of the heave offering hallelujah hallelujah and the shoulder of the heave offering, which is waved and which is heaved up of the ram of the consecration, even of that which is for Aaron and of that which is for his sons, and it shall be Aaron's and his sons by a statute forever from the children of Israel. For it is an heave offering, and it shall be an heave offering from the children of Israel of the sacrifice of their peace offerings, even their heave offering unto the Lord. And the holy garments of Aaron shall be his sons after him to be anointed therein and to be consecrated in them. And that son that is priest in his stead shall be put, shall put them on seven days when he cometh into the tabernacle of the congregation to minister in the holy place. And thou shalt take the ram of the consecration and seethe his flesh in the holy place. Okay, that's the cooking. And Aaron and his son shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is in the basket by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they shall eat those things um, wherewith the atonement was made to consecrate and to sanctify them. But a stranger shall not eat thereof because they are holy. And if ought or any, which means any of the flesh of the consecration or of the bread remain until the morning, Then thou shalt burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten, because it is holy. And thus shalt thou do unto Aaron and to his sons according to all things which I have commanded thee. seven days. Shalt thou consecrate them? And thou shalt offer every day a bullock for a sin offering for atonement. And thou shalt cleanse the altar when thou hast made an atonement for it. And thou shalt anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days thou shalt make an atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and it shall be an altar most holy. Whatsoever toucheth the altar shall be holy. Now, this is that which thou shalt offer upon the altar two lambs of the first year, day by day, continually. The one lamb thou shalt offer in the morning, and the other lamb thou shalt offer at even. And with the one lamb, a tenth deal of flour mingled with the fourth part of a hin of beaten oil and the fourth part of a hin of wine for a drink offering. And the other lamb thou shalt offer at even and thou shalt do thereto according to the meat offering of the morning and according to the drink offering thereof and for a sweet savor and offering made by fire unto the Lord. This shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord where I will meet you to speak there unto thee. So he's talking about the um, the tabernacle. He's talking about the mercy seat and the cloud, the pillar of cloud, saying he's going to meet them there. He's going to meet us there. And there I will meet with the children of Israel and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. And I will sanctify the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar. I will sanctify also both Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. And I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God. And they shall know that I am the Lord, their God, that brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord, their God. Hallelujah. And so it's it's very interesting that he's saying that that just his presence, his presence alone is is going to purify them and sanctify that whole area, that whole place so we're going to move Jesus let us right into Exodus 30 uh, 30 we're going to move right into Exodus 30 and thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon of shitting wood shalt thou make it so here's the here's the altar of incense a cubit shall be the length thereof and a cubit the breadth thereof Four squares shall it be, and two cubits shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be of the same, and thou shalt overlay it with pure gold. The top thereof and the side thereof round about, and the horns thereof, and thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about. Hallelujah. And so I'm going to show you guys a quick example of uh, what that looks like. Whoops. I want to look and see. Uh, what that looks like, just briefly. Alright. show you guys what it looks like. Alright, we have an example here on our website. Just for clarity. Hallelujah. Alright. So. Here we are, oops, what happened? Something happened there, can y'all still see that? What
1: happened? Did that? What just happened? Okay, what happened here?
3: this thing going here Out on us uh, all right I'm gonna go back here. Here's an example of the altar of incense. Right here. Can you see that? Y'all able to see that? Oh, what just happened? Something happened just now.
1: What the heck? What the heck just happened? just happen.
5: And preachers that preach
3: the word. Oh what happened?
5: Alright. Oh what happened? Alright. I was to take me a nap. Alright. So
3: we were looking at the uh, altar of incense. We were just looking at an example of it. Alright, let's see here. Let go back here. All right, so there it is, right there. All right, so we're gonna keep reading. Okay. All right, so we were in line uh, three, and thou shalt overlay with pure gold the top thereof and the sides thereof round about, and the in t- the horns thereof, and thou shalt make it a, make it a crown of gold round about. Okay, and so there's the horns, there's the crown. It's kind of uh, around the edge there. Okay. Uh, and the two golden rings there's the golden rings shall thou make to it under the crown of it by the two corners thereof upon the two sides of it shall thou make it and they shall be for places for the staves to bear it withal. so they put the poles or they call it and the bible is called staves okay to carry it when they're when they're traveling from place to place okay that's what those golden rings are for line five and thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put it before the veil that is by the ark of the testimony before the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with thee. Okay. And so that, what, he, what he's saying here is that this is actually set. When we look at the diagram, um, this was actually set before you got to the Holy of Holies. Okay. This is one of the things that was set before you got to the Holy of Holies. Okay. And so it says here that um, Aaron, it says, and Aaron shall burn therein sweet incense every morning when he dresseth the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lighted the lamps at even, he shall burn incense upon it, a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. You shall offer no strange incense therein, nor burn sacrifice, nor meat offering, neither shall you pour drink offering therein. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonements once in the year. Shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations? It is most holy unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, When thou takest the sum of the children of Israel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the Lord, when thou numberest them, that there be no plague among them when thou numberest them, uh, numbers them. okay? Hallelujah. Okay? He paid the ransom. He, he's paid. We're paid for. Okay, this is what—that's what Jesus did. He redeemed us. He paid for us. He made way for us. He made room for us forever, until, of course, until the end time. Hallelujah! And he gave us the ability to to um, to repent. Okay, and so this—these these offerings were a form of repentance. Hallelujah! And so um, we're gonna. Jesus just, just directed me to look at uh, the book of Revelation. We're gonna look at the book of Revelation about the incense. Hallelujah! Of what, how that incense uh, was was turned into something that was um, more spiritual. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to take a quick look at this. Hallelujah. Okay. uh, Revelation 8. Jesus led us to Revelation 8. Okay, and we're going to look at line 1's, lines 1 through 4. Hallelujah. Lines 1 through 4. Revelation 8, lines
1: 1
3: through 4. Are you guys there? All right. Revelation 8, lines 1 through 4. And when he had opened the seventh seal... There was silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar. He stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Okay. So there's an angel that offers upon the altar in the heavens. All right. Before Jesus, our prayers before God. And again, it goes up as a sweet entrance before him. Hallelujah. Okay. So he, he offers, it offers up with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Line four, and the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Hallelujah. And so this is um, how uh, transformed. Uh, The understanding is transformed in the New Testament because the prayers always went up before God. Hallelujah. So we're going to go back, go back to uh, Exodus 30. And we're going to continue. Jesus led us to continue. And we were at line uh, 13. Exodus 30, line 13. This, okay, because it said that that, um, there was a ransom, so there was no plague, right? This they shall give everyone that passeth among them that are numbered, half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary. A shekel is 20 gerahs, and half a shekel shall be the offering of the Lord. Everyone that passeth among them that are numbered from 20 years old and above shall give an offering unto the Lord. The rich shall not give more, and the poor shall not give less than half a shekel. When they give an offering unto the Lord to make an atonement for your souls." And thou shalt take the atonement, money, of the children of Israel, and shalt appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, that it may be a memorial unto the children of Israel before the Lord, to make an atonement for your souls. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thou shalt also make a laver of brass, and his foot also of brass, to wash with thou. And thou shalt put it between the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and thou shalt put... Water therein okay so it's between the door of the um the tabernacle okay in between the the uh the brazen altar which is where the um the burnt offerings are made hallelujah and so this is a laver a fountain that um the priests washed themselves in before they go in and make offerings they purify themselves as an early form of baptism okay and that 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 goes into the temple too because the, in the temple they had the the um the, the pools okay okay you you had the the different pools and then people would go and they would they would um get inside of the the pools to to wash they 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 called um they called um those pools uh they were called mikvahs Okay, and then you had a, a a big a particular one that was a big mikvah, but this was an early form of baptism. Okay, except for you weren't uh, baptized once. Okay, you would have to baptize yourself or cleanse yourself every time you went into the temple. Most of the time, for most people, it was it was once or or three times a year for the for the the different feast days. Hallelujah. So it's the same thing. This is just a, a smaller form of it, a little fountain that they would wash themselves in before they went into offer and make offerings. Hallelujah. Okay. And so this laver was made of brass. Okay. And it says, it's between the tabernacle of a congregation and the altar, the the, the brazen altar. And thou shalt put water therein, for Aaron and his son shall wash their hands and their feet therein. When they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water that they die not. And when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offering made by fire unto the Lord, so they shall wash their hands and their feet that they die not. And it shall be a statute forever to them, even to him and to his seed throughout their generations. So cleanliness has always been important. And of course, Jesus talked about that um, and that that be, that 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 uh, that. That focus, he focused on it in a different way by saying it's not that what, what comes, um, what goes into the mouth, that the defiles what comes out of the mouth. So what comes out of our mouth can make us unclean. Okay. Cleanliness is important. Okay. And he was trying to give them to understand that then that they were washing themselves on the outside. So they were clean on the inside. So they could go before him without spot just like he talked about with the church that he wants to bring the church to himself without spot hallelujah it's the same thing okay line 22 moreover the lord spake unto moses saying thou take thou also unto the principal spices of pure myrrh 500 shekels and of sweet cinnamon half so much even 250 shekels and of sweet calamus 250 shekels and of cassia 500 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, enough oil, olive, and hen, and thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be an holy anointing oil. This is the anointing oil, it's specific, it's made specific, it's special. And thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith, and the ark of the testimony, and the table, and all his vessels, and the candlestick and his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering, with all his vessels, and the laver and his foot. And thou shalt sanctify them, that they may be most holy, whatsoever toucheth them shall be holy. And thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, This shall be an holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generations. Upon man's flesh shall it, tell it not be poured, neither shall ye make any other like it. After the composition of it, it is holy, and it shall be holy unto you. Whosoever compoundeth any like it, or whosoever put any of it upon a stranger shall even be cut off from his people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto thee sweet spices, stacte, and Onika and um, Galbanon, these sweet spices with pure frankincense, of each shall there be a like weight, and thou shalt make it a a perfume, a confection after the art of the apothecary, tempered together, pure and holy, And thou shalt beat some of it very small and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation, where I will meet with thee, it shall be unto you most holy. And as for the perfume which thou shalt make, you shall not make to to yourselves according to the composition thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord. Whosoever shall make like unto that to smell thereto shall even be cut off from his people." So we're not supposed to make anything that that's, that's um, anywhere like that. Not trying to copy, not trying to imitate it or anything. Hallelujah. So Jesus led us right into uh, to Exodus 31. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of worksmanship to devise cunning works to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in cutting of stones to set them and in carving of timber to work in all manner of worksmanship. And behold, I have given him Aholiab, the son of Ahishamech of the tribe of Dan and in the hearts of all that are wise hearted, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee. So Basilel and Aholiab, they were the two, that made Basileo made the, all the carvings, and he he carved all the wood, and he fashioned all the gold, and beat the gold down, and the silver, and the brass, all that to make the um the way that the um that the all the pieces of the of the um tabernacle would look. He's the one who made the carving and the workmanship of the um the uh the the the, the brass and altar, okay, made of brass. The uh, the altar of incense, the ark of the uh, covenant, okay, the uh, the table of showbread, the candlestick. He did all of that. He 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 made it, and he and he got other people. He trained other people, and, and well, he, he more so, he instructed other people because it says that God already put the wisdom inside of them. Okay, okay, hallelujah. So it says that um that a ho- that a, a holy ab there the, he's the one that did all of the um, the knitting and the sewing of the garments and the um, the veils and the cords and all of those things that were more of the uh, the clothing and the garments and the the fabrics he he's the one who did all of that okay he's the one who put all that under, did all that understand had all that understanding and so it says that and I have filled him with the spirit of God and wisdom and understanding and in knowledge in all manners worksmanship that's that's Basilil to devise cunning works in gold and in silver and brass and in cutting of stones so so again, again basil also was the one who who did the, uh, the the breastplate of judgment to set those stones in there okay and then of course a holy ab again okay um, a holy abbot says and in the hearts of all that are wise so every there were others that had similar skills I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee okay. So they're making that the tabernacle of the congregation and the ark of the testimony and the mercy seat that is thereupon. And all the furniture of the tabernacle and the table and his furniture and the pure candlestick with all his furniture and the altar of incense and the altar of burnt offering with all his furniture and the laver and his foot and the cloths of service and the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office and the anointing oil and the sweet incense for the holy place according to all that I have commanded thee shall they do. And the Lord spake. Unto Moses, saying, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, it is, for it is um, holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord, whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations. For a perpetual covenant, it is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever." For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And he gave unto Moses, when he had made an end of communion with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimony, tables of stone, written with the finger of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And so we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're going to take a look before we go into... Jesus Jesus led us to go into Exodus 32. Before that, he led us into two other scriptures. We're going to look at um, Acts 15. Jesus led us to Acts 15. And we're going to read lines uh, 19 through 29 in Acts 15 because we're about to go into the to the subject of idolatry. Hallelujah. So Acts 15... 19 to 29. So in the church, Acts 15, 19 to 29. In the church, um, Jesus again, he brought salvation for everyone. So he, so the Gentiles started to be brought into the church, And and the early church were just Jews and some Gentiles. And so the Holy Spirit directed them and gave them understanding on some of these things that they wouldn't have to follow these laws anymore because the Gentiles had no knowledge of, the, of that law of the way. Okay, And Jesus brought a new understanding of the spiritual laws, the laws of the heart, the laws of mercy. And so the Holy Spirit to direct them to, to condense the, those, those laws down to four basic things, principles, or four basic things rather, subjects that they should stay away from. Four basic things that they should they should Gentiles to stay away from. And all of us um, really. um, But this is the these are the 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 four basic things that they directed them to keep away from at from um, in in all ways at all times by all means. Hallelujah. So Acts 15, 19 to 29. Wherefore, my sentence is that we trouble not them, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God, but that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled and from blood. For Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him being read in the synagogues every Sabbath day, then pleased it the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, surnamed Barsabbas, and Silas, chief men among the brethren. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. The apostles and elders and brethren send greeting unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls, saying you should, you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men unto you with our beloved. Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have sent therefore Judas and Silas, who shall also tell you the same things by mouth, for it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you abstain from meats offered to idols, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication, and from which if you keep yourselves, you shall do well. Farewell. So um idolatry staying away from idolatry was 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 very important okay staying away from blood was very important staying away from fornication was very important staying away from things strangled was very important hallelujah and they all and these things uh uh came um, hand in hand hallelujah so Jesus led us back and um and miss Donna uh Jesus, Put it on my heart for us to go over this because you you mentioned that uh, that you were led God led you to act to Ezekiel fourteen so we're gonna we're gonna go to Ezekiel fourteen and look at this because uh, Ezekiel fourteen has a lot to do with exactly that idolatry okay and this is what happened uh, to Israel and this is this is the same sin that they're getting ready to make that we're getting ready to read hallelujah okay. So Ezekiel 14 started line 1. Is everybody still um, able to follow along, okay?
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: Then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me and sat before me, and the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of them uh, of all at uh, of at all by them? Therefore speak unto them and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, every man of the house of Israel that setteth up his idols in his heart, and put up the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to the prophet, I the Lord will answer him that cometh according to the multitude of his idols. Okay, hallelujah. So similarly like how we read about the prayers. OK, and how the Bible talks about put the kingdom first, the kingdom first. right? The kingdom is first. All right. First is the kingdom. Right. What Jesus is saying here is that we uh, uh, have set other things first in our hearts before him, before our face. OK, but before our face we're supposed to be first before our face is Jesus is God. We put other things before him. Okay? We put money before him. We put greed before him. We put pride before him. We put whatever it is we like, a football game or a basketball game. We put these things before him. Hallelujah. And Jesus says that he doesn't want anything before him. First is the kingdom. Hallelujah. So let's continue. It says that in line five, that I may take the house of Israel in their own heart, because they are all estranged from me through their idols, separated. That's what estranged me. Six. Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away your faces from all your abominations. For every one of the house of Israel, or of the stranger that sojourneth in Israel, which separateth himself from me, and set up his idols in his heart, and put up the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to a prophet to acquire of him concerning me. I, the Lord, will answer him by myself. So he's, Jesus is saying, I will answer that person myself, not through anything else, not through anybody else. And I will set my face against that man and will make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people. And you shall know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah, when Jesus said to my people, die from a lack of knowledge. Okay, we look at the state. Of of America and, and all over the world, and wonder why um, there is poverty. This is one of the reasons why putting Jesus second, third, fourth, fifth, instead of first. First is the kingdom. Hallelujah! And if the prophet be deceived when he have spoken a thing, I the Lord have deceived that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand upon him. And will destroy him from the midst of my people Israel, and they shall bear the punishment of their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be even as the punishment of him that seeketh unto him, that the house of Israel may go no more astray from me, neither be polluted any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people and I may be their God, saith the Lord God. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by trespassing grievously, Then will I stretch out mine hand upon it and will break the staff of the bread thereof and will send famine upon it and will cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men, Noah, Daniel and Job were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord God. If I cause noisome beasts to pass through the land, and they spoil it so that it be desolate, that no man may pass through because of the beast, though these three men were in it as I live, saith the Lord. God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. Or if I bring a sword upon the land and say, sword, go through the land so that I cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall be delivered themselves. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut off from it man and beast, though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness." Hallelujah! For thus saith the Lord God: How much more when I send my four sword judgments upon Jerusalem, the sword and the famine and the noise and beasts and the pestilence to cut off from it man and beast? Yet behold, therein shall be left a remnant that shall be brought forth, both sons and daughters. Behold, behold, they shall come forth unto you, and ye shall see their way and their doings, and you shall be comforted concerning the evil that I have brought upon Jerusalem, even concerning all that I have brought upon it. And they shall comfort you when you see their ways and their doings, and you shall know that I have not done without cause all that I have done in it, saith the Lord God. So what he's saying is there's a future generation, right, that exists right now that are upholding God's ways, okay? Because at the beginning it said that God sent Ezekiel, to the elders of the time. God sent Ezekiel to the elders. Okay. okay it said that. Um, then came certain of the elders of Israel. And, and unto me and sat before me. That's the first line. Okay. And then it says the comfort. The comfort. That's the comfort of the youth. That has turned to follow God. And it, it is comforting to the elders hallelujah and so this this is this is um about idolatry okay and so we, we do we have some serious repenting to do for our people for our generations okay to repent and um and turn and and come to god and so he he could forgive um those things for the for not just individually but for the, the generations whole generations generational curses hallelujah so jesus let us back to Exodus. 32. Okay. This is, um, the exact sin. Hallelujah. And so remember, um, God just gave Moses the two tables of the testimony, the two tables of the law written with the finger of God. He was up on the Mount, says for 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. And so uh, we'll go right into line one. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the Mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him up, make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the men, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we won't not what is become of him. We don't know what be, what's become of him. And Aaron said unto them, break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives of your sons and of your daughters and bring them unto me. Hallelujah. And so these are the same, uh, earrings the golden earrings and the rings and the the chains and the bracelets that were given to them from the egyptians okay when the when they plundered egypt and the egyptians gave them gold and silver and brass and and and, uh linen and uh and fabrics they gave them all these things and so three chapters ago remember jesus just told them this is going to be the offering for the tabernacle Okay, and so we can either use our blessings for good or for evil, and and now um, they just the children of Israel just got tempted to use it for evil, and he just told he just told Moses on the top of the mount that they were gonna have to they were gonna have to use that gold for, to make the whole the tabernacle all the furniture. Hallelujah, and so we just have to um, we have to log back out and log back in one more time. I'll log out and log back in. Everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. All right, waiting for Miss Rose. All right. We'll go back um online. Okay. All right. So it says, when the people saw Moses, that Moses delayed to come down out of the mouth, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, up, make us gods. Okay. Definitely you're not supposed to do that. Okay. Know that. Hallelujah. One second here. Hallelujah. All right. I see you, Miss Rose. people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, up, make us gods, which shall go before us for as this, for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we won't not, we don't know what is become of him. And Aaron said unto them, break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons and of your daughters and bring them unto me. Hallelujah. Even that says a lot that it was the wives and the daughters. Okay. And all the people break off the golden earrings, which were in their ears, and brought them unto Aaron. Okay. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. So they made their own feast day. And they rose up early in the, on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Okay, that's um a party, a mischievous party. And the Lord said unto Moses, go get thee down for thy people, which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt has corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way, which I commanded them, They have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed there unto and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people and behold, it is a stiff necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them and that I may consume them. And I will make of thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, Lord. Why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with thy mighty hand? Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants to whom thou swearest by thine own self and sayest unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and all this land that I have spoken of, I will, will I give unto your seed and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. And Moses turned and went down from the mount, and the two tables of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both their sides, on the one side and on the other were they written. So they were written on both sides, not just on one side, but both sides or both of the stones uh, were written words and the tables were the work of God and the writing was the writing of God graven upon the tables and when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted he said unto Moses there is a noise of war in the camp and he said it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome but the noise of them that sing I do I hear and it came to pass, as soon as he came near or nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands and brake them beneath the mount. And he took the calf which they had made and burned it in the fire, and ground it to powder, and strawed it upon the water, and made the children of Israel drink of it. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people unto thee, that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? And Aaron said, let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. Okay. For they said unto me, make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we won't not what has become of him. We don't know what happened to him. And I said unto them, whosoever hath any gold, let let them break it off. So they gave it me, then I cast it into the fire and there came out this calf, okay? And so he, he didn't completely tell the truth. He said, I cast it into this fire and there came out the calf, like he didn't make it. And when Moses saw that the people were naked, some of them were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and, and said, who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from the gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And there fell of the people that day about three thousand men. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, every man upon his son and upon his brother that ye may bestow upon you a blessing this day. Okay, so he told him, told them to put every man his sword by his side and go in and out. For Moses had said, consecrate yourselves today for the, to the Lord, every even, even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, you have sinned a great sin. Okay. You have sinned a great sin. And now I will go up unto the Lord. Peradventure, I will make an atonement for your sin. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now if thou wilt forgive their sin. And if not blot me, I pray thee out of thy book which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever have sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, mine angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf, which Aaron made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so 3,000 people died that day. 3,000 people died that day. Um, Plus um, the people that died in the plague.
5: He was... Uh, Moses' um, spokesman, right?
3: Yeah, he, he was.
5: He walks outside with Moses the whole time, getting the children, bringing the children out from Egypt. So he knew that it was a true God. So him uh, yeah, to the people turn his his. Smile. Like how how easy it is for Satan to, you know, turn a, a man's mind and soul. Because like I said, like Aaron, like Aaron, he walked side by side with Moses and he knew what he was speaking and doing with Moses had to come from God. So for him to let, you know, to fall short and let them talk him into, make it create another God, that right there is, is you know, that right there should open a lot of people's eyes to know that that you're, you're always vulnerable if you don't stay close to God. Amen. A lot of it has to do
3: with fear. I think a lot of it had to do with fear, with uh, Aaron, because he
1: had a whole group of folks and I can imagine they were yelling
4: and screaming and and he was probably um I would think a little nervous and kinda gave of gave in to his fear, you know, rather than him just being outwardly disobedient, even though that's what it was. But I think it was more fear based than anything because the people rose up and uh I think he was a little concerned of getting you know, getting his butt handed to him and He's not the first one, uh, no different than, um, than Peter, you know. Very mm-hmm. faithful guy.
3: Yeah.
4: But, but the fear, the fear when, you know, it was this fear sometimes that challenges uh, uh, your faith. And, um, and I don't think it made him a bad man. I don't think that he did anything maliciously. I think it was the fear, you know. And the fear made his faith fail you know they had a failure of faith because of this fear and i think both of them kind of had that fear at the moment you know just like peter you know just like her and, you know crazy Water gonna rise up and you know and probably serve them up i mean that's what i will be thinking the folks are carrying on yelling and screaming, talking but they want this and whatever yeah but
5: doesn't do. well, doesn't they that put it. you in the mind of what could happen today the way they talking about with the government trying to rule everything and everybody, that that puts you in the same time put up in the same category of either falling behind the government or believing what God say and not doing what man say. Yeah,
4: but I don't think Aaron didn't know the truth. I think Aaron had I some fear. Fear that you know, at least that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the whole group, knowing how Israel was and how they murmured, you know, against God, I mean, it was earned. Like, you know, you start feeling for – um, you start having a sense of,
1: like, okay, I don't want to be beat to death from these tag-on people. Let me build this tag
4: one thing and shut them up for now. You know, Moses isn't right here, so, you know, I don't know if I want to, you know, get my butt, you know, taken out. And, and 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 i don't know what become Moses, you know so well, well, it was some uh you know some failure and some fear but as you know fear will challenge your faith you know just one of the things in this world that will challenge your faith there are a whole lot of categories that will um challenge your faith and sometimes you will fail i don't care how hard you try it's not a soul here that says that they haven't failed in trying to do good. Even Paul. I mean, look oh. at Paul. He can't get much better an example than Paul. And even he says the things that he wants to do or he don't want to do, he does. And the things that he wants to do, he don't do. And this was a man, you know, chosen by God, gave his life, you know, for, you know, the gospel and still struggled with these things so um, I, I think I give Aaron a little I think I give him a little pass that uh you know they were kinda like, you know, ready to
3: serve him up and he felt a little fear. Yeah, you gotta remember one thing too. He was um if you when you think about this, right? Remember they just come out came out of Egypt and it talked about how many of them there were and you gotta imagine that everybody we're talking about our family members. Like we're talking about family. So his own family, we probably got members of his own family that's coming up to him saying, do this, do this. And it was fear. It says, it says it right here in um in Exodus uh, 32. It says in line 22, it says, thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. So he was definitely, he was definitely afraid of what could happen you know it's like an angry mob that's what happened this is it's the same thing that happened to jesus because there were a lot of people there um doing that trial right there in front of Pilate, that weren't even part of that crowd of the pharisees and those crowded jews there was people that were there that got caught up in it right
5: but well, when you I mean, when you think about when you think about the old times and the old testimony and the people the way the people was and what all happened to the people, and when in Revelation when it talks about whoever shall receive the mark of the beast, okay, now we're looking at today's times. The mark of the beast, when 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 they come to force you to take the mark of the beast or die, it, a lot of people. You think a lot of people's gonna that uh that are uh, God, Godly people, right now walking with God. Do you think that they will be turned?
3: Some people, some people, because of fear, um, will, and we, we already we've already seen it um, for people who who decided um, not to not to go to church because of because people in their church might have had COVID, you know, and it's it's fear. This all of these things are are a fear. That was the, that was a test. That was a test from God to see where we stand. And and right here, it says, it says it right here that um, when Moses said, he said, who is on the Lord's side, let him come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. Okay. And then, and then told all the other people were people that stood on the other side that either weren't sure or just, they were just in rebellion because that's what it became. It, It became, it started off from them not having faith in Moses and not having faith in God. And then them just going straight into rebellion. Like we're gonna this we're gonna do this. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna because they were they were in in a way they there was also some forcefulness too. Aaron's fear, and then them also being very forceful too. He said, We don't know what happened to him. We don't know what happened to him. Come down, we don't know what happened to him. We don't we we uh make us gods, make us gods, which shall go before us. For after this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt. We don't know what what's become of him, and like 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 Mr. Ben said, they were probably yelling, they were probably screaming, you know. Yeah. And so you think about the same thing that it, it talks about in, in Revelation. It talks about it talks about um, it talked about an angel that the angel comes with the um with a with a sickle in the same way that he reaps the harvest of the earth, and he and it's a separation made it's the same the same exact thing when he said um the levites come and gather themselves who stands on god's side and they, and they, every man stood with a sword on his side so it's it's you know so, it's a separation
5: so the ones who will receive that mark of the peace if they see it unvolunte- if they receive it involuntarily or not known that they received it
3: no, they they have to they they have to agree to do it. They have to agree to do it. There's there's no there's no un, there's no um involuntary like it. The it in the scripture it talks about that those who receive the um the mark of the beast that they haven't repented, they have oh. they they don't they're the ones who don't repent. Okay. And so there's no there's no force, you know, because it says it says in the Revelation that. The people it says from here on out there are people that are going to die for jesus that's what it says when right when that right before the rapture happens it says that there's there's going to be people that are going to die for the name of jesus
5: right
3: and so the people that because that, they because that 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 comes with denouncing denouncing god that comes with denouncing oh. that comes with denouncing jesus okay that's what the Antichrist. That's what the Antichrist does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, na- and their not the, and their names are not written in the and their names are not written in the Book of Life either. The everyone who receives the mark of the beast, their their names are not written in the Book of Life.
5: Right.
3: And so they're agreeing to blasphemy. They're they're agreeing to idolatry. They're agreeing to all of these things because remember the Antichrist starts blaspheming Jesus immediately. As soon as he comes on the scene, he just starts blasting it, And we see a lot of that right now, Like, like just like Mr. Ben said. And so th- okay. this thing is actually about to quit, so we gotta we got go. This thing is about okay. to shut shut. Because <laughs> okay. we could go a lot more okay, into this. Okay. We love y'all. Thank
4: you. Blessings
5: y'all. Blessings. Thank
3: y'all for, for the fellowship. Uh huh. Amen. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. We'll be here next Saturday, every Saturday, and we'll be calling y'all a little bit later and and probably most likely tomorrow too.
5: Okay. Y'all have a blessed rest of y'all
3: night. We love y'all. All All
5: right. Bye bye, y'all. Amen.